Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. If you're a woman in her late 30s or early 40s and you've suddenly gained weight out of nowhere, even though you really haven't changed your diet or fitness routine, this video is for you. The same thing happened to me when I hit my early 40s, all of a sudden I gained weight and I quickly realized that what I did in my 20s to lose weight doesn't work anymore. So stay tuned for how I lost the perimetopause weight. So when it comes to perimenopause, you've probably noticed that things are a little bit different as far as your body, your hormones, your metabolism goes. And I can honestly say, in my experience, it wasn't one thing that helped me lose the weight, but I can honestly say that my approach was different than what I've done in the past. And there were probably three or four things that really moved the dial for me. So I'm going to get into those, share some details, and hopefully this will help you on your weight loss journey as well. So the first thing that I did to lose the perimetopause weight was I started tracking my food. And I know there's so many women out there that are like, oh, it's so time consuming and it's so overwhelming, but I really believe it's like anything else in life where you put in some effort and you get results. So training for a half marathon or a marathon or deciding to redecorate my house, there definitely takes some planning and effort that goes into this to get the desired results. So when it comes to tracking my food, I am definitely very flexible with what I track and how I track it. And I'm going to give a little shout out to my previous video about some of the mistakes I made when I first started tracking macros and what I do now as far as my approach. And I really, really believe that the more imperfect you can be with your tracking and the more flexible you can be, the more consistent you are with your eating habits and what you decide to put into your body. And really at the end of the day, fat loss, weight loss, it's all about consistency, doing the same boring things again and again. And really that's how you get results. The next thing I did to lose the perimetopause weight was really getting my blood sugar under control. And in this phase of our lives with perimetopause and shifting hormones, our bodies become less resilient to stress and stress, cortisol, our stress hormone goes hand in hand with blood glucose, which is our blood sugar. So a lot of times women in this phase of their life, they do have issues with blood sugar. And a lot of times we see high blood sugar, but low blood sugar is an issue too. And I was definitely feeling those spikes and dips in my blood sugar as far as my energy level went, my mood. I would feel hangry between meals. I would have these crazy cravings for sugar and carbohydrates. My sleep was a mess. I wanted to nap on the couch in the middle of the afternoon. I just had a lot of signs that pointed towards blood sugar dysregulation. There were a few things I did here. I will go through them real quickly, Um, but blood sugar management I think is huge as far as weight loss goes, as far as managing cravings, eating the things that you should be eating versus the things that you shouldn't be eating. So some of the things I did to get my blood sugar under control were number one, eating more protein and eating protein consistently throughout the day. So I 
pretty much made myself eat every three to four hours to keep my blood sugar steady. I wanted to avoid those peaks and valleys with my blood sugar. So planning breakfast, lunch, an afternoon snack, dinner, sometimes a snack before bed, but making sure I had protein with all of those meals. When it came to my protein goal, I didn't make myself crazy with it. I didn't set some crazy high goal. I often hear one times your body weight in grams for protein. And I didn't start with some crazy number that I couldn't hit. I simply started with getting 25 grams or more at breakfast and then 100 grams total for the day. And once I did that consistently, I moved the goal up. So it honestly took me a good four months to get consistent with hitting 100 grams most days of the week. And I can honestly say I wasn't doing it every single day. It was most days of the week. And it took me a while. It took me four months to get consistent with it. So if you're somebody that's just starting out with this macro tracking stuff, you want to lose weight, don't get frustrated if you're not hitting your protein goal every single day. Another thing that helped me get a better control of my blood sugar was being really smart with my carbohydrates, or at least picking carbohydrates that really nourished my body, fueled my body, had some fiber in them, but just better choices around those carbohydrates because I was the person that would eat like a lot of sugary stuff, baked goods, tons of bread, um, a lot of wine and alcohol. And those were my carbohydrates. And I just made a much better effort with getting good quality carbohydrates from Whole Foods, ones that had fiber in them and placing them around my workout. So before my workout, during my workout, after my workout. But I think being smart about my carbohydrates made such a difference as far as my blood sugar balance went. Another thing that helped with my blood sugar balance was prioritizing sleep. And I always joke around with my clients about this, that when you don't sleep, everything sucks, <laughs> especially when it comes to weight loss, because you're going to have cravings. You're going to be hungry all day. You're not going to be in a good mood. You're not going to have energy to work out or meal prep or do the things that you need to do. So really prioritizing your sleep forcing yourself to go to bed at a reasonable hour, not staying up scrolling, watching Netflix, you know, things like that makes all the difference. So if you're somebody who's staying up late into the night, not sleeping great, it's really important to prioritize that sleep because you will feel a whole lot more balanced as far as the blood sugar goes, the cravings, and just those things alone can better help you get to your weight loss goals. Another thing I did as far as improving blood sugar balance was just moving more throughout the days. Um, I started adding in just little 10 minute walks here and there, especially after eating. So after lunch, I would just go for a quick little 10 minute walk. After dinner, I would go for walks with my family. Um, but just moving more throughout the day can just make your body more sensitive um, to the glucose that your body is processing. Um, and it can be such a little thing to do that makes such a difference as far as your fat loss goals go. And then finally, I made sure to prioritize foods that are high in potassium, magnesium, and chromium because all of those minerals are really good for blood sugar balance. So each week I would go to the grocery store, you know, add my top favorites for potassium, magnesium, and chromium, and just make sure I shop for them and then got them into my house. And then the next week I would switch them up and add different ones. But really nourishing your body in the proper way and giving it what it needs can make all the difference as far as how you feel on the blood sugar front. And then Speaking of minerals, since I love them so much, another thing that helped me just 
feel better as far as motivation goes to do the things that I need to do to lose the weight <laughs> was fixing my electrolytes. I mean, getting enough sodium and potassium, it makes all the difference as far as having that spark that your body needs. But I just felt so much better. I just feel like I was dragging my ass out of bed every single morning, just not feeling like I wanted to work out. And once I really fixed these mineral deficiencies, I just feel so much better. My workouts are so much better. I can lift heavier. I can go faster. I'm a lot more consistent. And of course, you know, building that muscle, I think that's what a lot of us want. I mean, it makes you more insulin sensitive. I mean, it makes you utilize um, those calories and whatnot better. So simply having more muscle on your body makes such a difference for how your body looks. Um, and of course, like dealing with those vitamin and nutrient deficiencies, your body is going to be healthier. You're going to be able to do the things that you want to do. And then I really do believe that when you have a healthy body, it's easier to lose weight. So when it comes to tracking my food, I really started at the beginning as far as figuring out how much I was currently consuming. Because from there, I decided to take a small deficit. And what we do with our clients and what I recommend to women is not taking some huge deficit. You don't want to crash diet because one, you're going to be hungry you're going to be miserable. You're going to have low energy. And I feel like you plateau a little bit quicker because you're taking that drastic deficit. And honestly, like it, it's really hard to eat in a really big deficit. I just feel like it's not enjoyable. Like you're hangry and cranky and whatnot. So all this to say, I started with a really small deficit. So I figured out how many calories I was currently consuming and then cut 5% from there as far as calories go. I eventually went to 10% um, and that made a huge difference as far as losing a little bit of weight. And finally, the last thing I did to really lose that perimetopause weight gain was focusing on strength training. So my goal right now is getting to the gym and strength training anywhere from three to four times a week. More recently, it's been four times a week because I have been a lot more consistent and motivated to work out. But building that muscle is so huge as far as changing your body composition goes, makes you more sensitive to insulin. There's so many reasons to build muscle. And as I always say, you got to use it or you're going to lose it, especially in your 40s. So really prioritizing that and just getting consistent with my workouts has made all the difference. And then also just moving more in general. So I go for a lot more walks. I walk with my dog. I walk with my family. I add in little 10 minute walks when I have, you know, breaks between calls. I just make it a point to be more active. So if this video resonated with you, you have gained this weight out of nowhere. You're in perimetopause. You don't know where to start. I always start our clients with food and focusing on their nutrition. And I have a great freebie for you to get you started. So it's a hormonal health meal plan, and it comes with a grocery shopping list, a sample meal plan, tons of whole food recipes. Um, but I just feel like good nutrition can do so much as far as our overall health and helping you get to the body of your dreams. So if you enjoyed this video and found it helpful, I would love for you to take a second to like this video and subscribe to my channel so you don't miss future videos.